0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, January 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. shakeup in valley districts. Biden eyes passing climate provisions. House Dems target food industry. Waterboard tables delta drought regulation. State Water Board yesterday withdrew an emergency drought regulation for the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta. Despite a dry January, board staff said the regulation, known as Temporary Urgency Change Petition, a TUCP, would not improve conditions if implemented as planned in February. They found no potential benefits to Shasta and Trinity Reservoirs, which have the greatest need for water. If the state remains extremely dry into April, the TUCP could bring benefits in late spring to Folsom and Oroville Reservoirs, which support delta outflow and water quality needs. Environmental groups applauded the decision, arguing the plan would have gutted environmental protections. Staff will deliver an update on the board's drought contingency plan at its February 1 meeting. A shake-up in Valley Races. Long-time representative Jerry McNeary said this week he plans to retire rather than seek re-election in his Stockholm district. This triggered a cascade of announcements for races in the San Joaquin Valley. Representative Josh Harder immediately declared his candidacy for the seat, pulling back from running for the redrawn 13th congressional district. Moderate assembly member Adam Gray of Merced then jumped into the California 13 race. On the Republican end, Senator Andreas Borges of Fresno it will be stepping down as well. The news followed the announcement of GOP Senator Shannon Grove of Bakersfield running in a new district that overlaps Borgias' current territory. Borgias had also been weighing a House run. With leadership, Senate President Pro Temp Trone Adkins announced yesterday a replacement for Majority Leader Bob Herzberg of Van Nuys, who is running for a Los Angeles Board of Supervisors seat. Senator Mike McGuire of Haraldsburg, an ally of Northern California Agriculture, will take over as Majority Leader. Senator Susan Eggman of Stockton, who formerly chaired the Assembly Ag Committee, will assume McGuire's role as Assistant Majority Leader annual pesticide data report out from USDA. Fewer than 1% of the fruits and vegetables tested in 2020 had pesticide residues, exceeding EPA-established tolerances, and 30% of the samples had no detectable residue, that according to USDA's latest annual pesticide data report. The findings, quote, illustrate that residues found in agricultural products sampled are at levels that do not pose risk to consumers' health and are safe, according to EPA and and FDA, the report says. The 9,600 samples were collected from 10 states, California, Washington, Texas, Colorado, Michigan, Ohio, New York, Florida, North Carolina, and Maryland. Most were fresh fruits or vegetables, but about 1,700 were processed products. The report found some pesticides more frequently and imported than in domestic samples. Biden hammers meatpackers. President Joe Biden is looking to Congress to pass portions of his Build Back Better bill, specifically naming the legislation's climate measures. Those include about $80 billion in agriculture provisions. I'm confident that we can get pieces, big chunks of the Build Back Better law signed into law, he said at a wide-ranging news conference yesterday. A few minutes later, he said, quote, it's clear that we would be able to get support of the 500 plus billion dollars for energy in the environment. We reported last week that Senate Ag Chairman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan was looking at moving the ag provisions as a part of a climate package that would also include new tax incentives for biofuels. And by the way, Biden repeated his administration's attacks on the nation's largest meatpackers. However, he noted that the industry had been consolidated long before the COVID-19 pandemic and the retail price spikes happened in the wake of that. Packers quote, pay ranchers less for the cattle they grow and charge more for the beef and hamburger meat that people buy, Biden said. The president then went on, quote, capitalism without competition isn't capitalism. It's exploitation. House hearing put spotlight on food prices and consolidation. Early yesterday, witnesses and lawmakers at a House hearing on rising consumer food prices diverged sharply on the causes. Democrats and their witnesses blamed market consolidation and greed. Republicans and their invited speakers pointed to pandemic-related spending and regulations. Like President Biden, Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee's Antitrust Subcommittee singled out meatpackers for criticism. While prices are rising, corporations are seeing record profits, demonstrating that they are not absorbing the supply shocks exacerbated by the pandemic. That the word of subcommittee chair David Cicciolini of Rhode Island. Instead, he said, they are taking advantage of the American people to line their pockets in the midst of this crisis. The conservative take. Peter St. of the Heritage Foundation told lawmakers, quote, that the data strongly suggests that food production, in particular meatpacking, is among the most competitive and efficient industries in America, indeed in the world. Democrats call for stronger antitrust enforcement, and Titorlini even raised the possibility of price controls to address inflation. Now, outside of the hearing, a new study from the University of Arkansas says a bipartisan market reform bill that the Biden administration officials have spoken favorably of could decrease Arkansas cattle prices, reduce incentives to improve cattle quality at Arkansas, and shrink the size of the Arkansas cattle industry. Why it matters? Well, the analysis is one of several solicited by GOP aides to the Senate Ag Committee. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman is the panel's top Republican. Here's today's He Said It. Where are the Angels? That Edward Ring, a former senior fellow at the California Policy Center, and an op-ed arguing angel investors are not going to finance California's water infrastructure needs. Ring is leading a ballot initiative aimed at boosting the state's water supply. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, January 20th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.